welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome everyone to activespirituality.life with Pamela Cuchinell and me, Susie Mazzoli. We are looking now at the week starting on the 13th of November and then I will be back for our meditation. Lovely, Susie. Yes, the 13th of November. We have the new moon in the sign of Scorpio. Yes, one of my favorite new moons. It's not for everyone, but it is for everyone. And let me explain why. Uh, there's 12 signs on the zodiacal wheel. We each have a piece inside of us, whether we acknowledge it or not, we're all made of the same celestial DNA, much as we are all the same biologically. We are human. And the zodiacal information tells us so much about how we come to our humanness, what it is we want to express, what we strive for, what makes us feel comfortable. And so with this new moon in Scorpio, which actually is well aspected, and so when I say that, what I mean is the geometric picture that's splayed out with where the planets are in relationship to the moon really bodes well for a lot of insight, depth, understanding, the interesting picture on this day is that the moon is showing us. So the moon is our emotional response. When, when I talk about the moon or another astrologer talks about the moon in a daily horoscope, basically what we're looking at is the emotional weather. How are people feeling? How are they reacting to things? What makes them feel safe, comfortable? If there's a crisis, what's their response? And this is heightened for those of us who have moon in Scorpio, in this case, new moon in Scorpio, or a water moon, Cancer or Pisces. And so when I say the moon is well aspected, the geometric picture, what I'm looking at is how is that emotional response supported by other aspects of the psyche or being? What uh, do people come around? Do they, do they acknowledge? Is there uh, a supportive response or is the person just spinning and no one seems to be aware of what else is going on. In this case, with a well-aspected new moon in Scorpio, it bodes well for the unfolding of whatever it is you want to do over the week, next couple of weeks, a bigger, longer range project, especially anything in the area of what Scorpio colors. 
And so what that would mean is anything that has to do with therapeutic work, psychological work, research, deep intimacy, really going the depths on something. Money. Money is a very big piece also because intimacy, actually the thing most of us are most afraid about isn't talking about sex. It's talking about money. The new moon in Scorpio, the way it's pictured, does speak about how this is a very good cycle to get a handle on what's going on financially, monetarily. And you might be rolling your eyes thinking, well, Pamela, nothing is. Haven't you looked at what's going on? I mean, it's uh, work, economy, inflation. It's also difficult. That is the outer perception. Absolutely. What is so important is how we consider our sense of worth and our ability to generate. And that has everything to do with then how things unfold for us. It's not so much that life happens to us because of what we think or imagine or feel. There are certainly circumstances that are bigger than anything some of us can control. But the piece that is so valuable here is that sense of where, where is my intrinsic worth? And how do I connect with what it is that makes me really want to strive and survive? Scorpio is all about survival. And survival can be very basic or it can be how we thrive. And so I invite you to consider as this new moon is unfolding, what allows you to thrive, to amp up that sense of it's more than just survival. The other piece about this day is the sun is in opposition to the planet Uranus, which means the earth is in the center. Now, this is kind of wild because what's happening is we've got the sun on one side of the earth from our perception and the sun is about self-expression, ego manifestation, and Uranus is about the individual freedom change. And here, Earth is baking right in the center of this opposition. And that's pretty wild, because what's going on is we have this sense of this, this heating up of the individual expression, and most importantly, the call for freedom. So many places in the world right now, the little guy, the small person, the individual, the individual citizen, the individual member of the planet is not heard because of the giant juggernaut, the, the money beings, the people who rule. What is so important is for individuals to express and create a symphony of their request for freedom to be heard, to be able to be true individuals and truly free. 
So, okay, that's kind of a lot talking about the new moon in the sign of Scorpio. <laughs> but I think it's something we can all look at and say, okay, how am I thriving instead of just surviving? Even in a small way, if we're going through a time in our life that's particularly crushing, and I've had them, there's a feeling of, I can never get free of this. This is just around my neck forever. I will never be free of this. It's crushing. It's too hard. I feel defeated. What lifts you up? What allows you to thrive? Nature's always a big go-to for me. And sometimes when that was not available to me, just a cup of tea and a moment of quiet, allowing myself some space wherever I could find it, would bring me to that place to listen, to listen deeply, because Scorpio's asking, listen deeply, because you want to hear your true voice, the voice that's there, that knows why you're here at all times, when all the noise will cancel it out. And that voice, that voice can center and refresh you. But it takes patience sometimes to hear it. It takes concentration. And most of all, it takes an absolute belief that it's there. Even if you doubt it, go to the part of you that wants to believe it's there. So this is a really wonderful new moon for wishing upon a star, for imagining the impossible. And we all actually have to imagine the impossible at this point in time because there seems to be an inevitability that the world, the actual earth, is becoming unsustainable. So we're all, in a sense, wishing on a star and imagining the impossible. Because if we all can do that and work with it in a way that keeps affirming it's possible, we can turn the ship around. So the moon goes forward, of course, at 6.03 p.m., which means at that point in time, it's not making any geometric aspects to another planet. And so we're on this kind of, ooh, coasting thing where we're not really attached to certainly as much as we were attached before that happened because there's nothing more intense than the attachment of a Scorpio moon energy. So we can enjoy that little hiatus, that little kind of siesta of peace. Okay, it's not as intense right now. This is good. Let's just coast. And so we have a few hours, and then the moon enters the sign of Sagittarius, very different energetically than Scorpio. And what's happening now is we're fired up, we're exuberant, we want to go for something. So if we were doing that 
imagining the impossible or wishing upon a star, then some of us may feel very motivated to take action. Now, I gently counsel against that. <laughs> and this is because usually the first few days of a new moon are a bit raw. We're, we're not kind of into the nice juice of it, the foundation of it. And in this case, it's especially so because it's as though we're, um, we're all fired up, we want to get moving, and we're, we're, we're jumping on, on the motorcycle and booking ahead, and we haven't really planned it very well. We, there may not be gas in the tank, we don't know where we're sleeping tonight, and it's just, it's not well planned. So the ideal is to use that exuberance for, hey, maybe it'll be like this, or maybe I can work it like that, or what about this idea? And a lot of the things that are generated may be very pie in the sky, but that's okay as long as you're not actually in the action mode. The 14th Tuesday can feel as though there is momentum. You're getting people excited or you're getting more excited. You know where you're going with this, so you have an idea of it. And then on Wednesday, the 15th, it can feel as though all that's starting to fall through your fingers. You're wondering, how did I even think this? How is it possible? Do not get discouraged. This is simply a, a quick fix or an impulse of how it might go that just doesn't have the fixedness, the, the follow-through to make it come to pass. That doesn't mean it won't come to pass. It just means those popcorny, quick ideas aren't the way we get there. Nonetheless, Tuesday and Wednesday can be fun days, uh, energetic days, a lot of movement, a lot of activity. Certainly, uh, many of us may feel very jazzed in an ability to get things done, and that's all great. The moon goes void, of course, at 5.57 p.m. on Wednesday the 15th, and it enters Capricorn. Uh, in the wee hours the next day, the 16th, at 2.41 a.m. So I see Wednesday as being a, night, uh, a great night for, oh, if you do racquetball or some sort of exercise, Zumba, just get the, you know, get the kinks out, get moving, get, feel the energy flop around inside of you, but don't, don't do anything targeted or sign the dotted line. It's, it's not the ideal time. Once the moon enters Capricorn, however, on the 16th, we are in very good juice for building foundation and getting those ideas, those concepts into a place with a, a solid foundation. Very, very good for this. So conversations that we have, some of us may feel, especially in the late afternoon, early evening, as though 
you know, people don't have our back or we don't have the support we need or the money we need. It's a transit. It's going to pass. Don't get discouraged. Friday the 17th, on the other hand, we can see a lot of things coming together. What it looks like is that people who are responsible players, people who show up, step up, uh, that you know you can rely on, that will follow through, they're coming. They're coming in. It may be one as opposed to 25, but better that one person that you know you can trust who's really there for you than a bunch of people who are very excited but will not get the plane to fly. So the the piece to keep in mind on the Friday the 17th is, again, this may not be launching yet, but whoever you're in conversation with about what the idea is, what you want to make happen, where you're going, you're getting some really rock-solid feedback. And if you're not, if you're thinking, I don't know what she's talking about, that's not happening for me, what's happening is you're crystal clear about the kind of person you want and who's not giving it to you. So you're not wasting your time and breath with, with people who just are not solid. So on the 18th, the moon goes forward, of course, at 3.27 a.m., and it enters Aquarius at 6.28 a.m. So this gives the last few days, I mean the last couple of days of the weekend, basically Saturday, Sunday. What it's doing is it's showing that this can be a period where things continue to come together. But it can also be a time that really highlights the value of networking. People you talk to, people you know, people who know people, how things interlock. And it may not be apparent to you how that's working right now. It may be, oh, you know, somebody invited me to ice skate or bowl and I, you know, I'm meeting a bunch of new people, and that's always fun. But you're not really thinking in terms of this is going to help my work or the project or the goal. You're just you're just connecting. And there is no minimum minimizing when I say just in this case. <laughs> Because what it's actually doing is it's expanding. I mean, to me, just is a, a very a Jupiterian word, Jupiter being the largest planet in the solar system. So, yes, if something is just, then it's fair. And I'm certainly guilty of using the word just as a... Uh, a word that basically says it's only this or you know it's and and but it doesn't minimize it actually <laughs> it basically highlights whatever it is that's being talked about oh it was just an enchilada or it was just one piece of cake <laughs> or it was just one kiss whatever whatever it is we're saying we are actually emphasizing the thing that we're not really trying to minimize, but 
we're being very specific. And the reason I bring that up is because this weekend speaks a lot about the influence of Jupiter and how it can expand our ideas and spread out a banquet of options. And our job, when that is presented to us, is to find the just. What is that piece that's going to be worth the conversation, the calories, the, the time? What is the piece that justifies your focus on it? Because it's a, this can be a very fun weekend. A lot of new ideas, a lot of revelation, a lot of inspiration. But you want to be able to walk away from it with a sense of something is a bit clearer, a bit more defined, a bit more understood, especially anything that's coming off whatever it is you wanted to kick off or start with that new moon. So basically, it's a really, in my opinion, dynamic week for making things happen and not feeling like you're fighting against something all the time. We've had a lot of challenging energy this fall. And this week, especially for those of us who go within and make a decision, what is the most important thing for me to be focusing on at this point in time so I can thrive and when you nail that, you're going to have a great week. And now I turn it over to Susie. So I invite everyone now to take 10 minutes for our little tiny reset, our meditation. Just take a few deeper breaths and allow yourself to become centered. Allow yourself to just settle for a few moments into quietness. Around us now, there is some very intense, some very powerful, some very focused energies. We might be seeing that very close to us in our own world, in our own mind, in our own life, in our own emotional state, we can definitely see it happening out in the greater world around us. And this is a time especially for us to understand and recognise how much we are energetically participating in, attaching to, being a part of what is happening and to understand and recognise obviously what we are doing consciously but this is perhaps a good time too to allow the deeper part of us, the unconscious part of us, one might even call it the secret part of us, 
to come higher into our awareness so that we can expose some deeper layers of ourself. Allowing ourselves now for the unconscious to become conscious. And with that, we can also give space for our emotions to be heightened, for our intuition to be heightened, understanding that all of this intense energy can come up, can come out, and with mindfulness, with loving kindness, with compassion, with grace, we can really harness this intense energy and use it to understand ourselves and become more and more peaceful. At a time now in our world where we are expected to be taking sides, whether it's politics or a war or a debate or a marital problem or a situation at work, we're always being thrown into these very perhaps almost overwhelmingly intense situations where there is duality, this or that, red or white, constantly being thrown into almost feeling like we have to make a call, we have to make a judgment call, we have to make a moral call, we have to make a call of what's fair and what's not fair. What happens when we can simply step back from all of this and hold in our heart and hold in our mind a state of peace, of neutrality? a state of non-violence, ahimsa. See if we can practice that together as we now are here in our lives, in this world, in these very intense situations where people are really calling up for freedom in the world, where we see a lot of pain and suffering, where we see a lot of destruction, demolition. Let us see that through the lens of an evolutionary process. It is very rapid. 
It is very strong. It is full of suffering. It is intense. But let us hold in our minds and hold in our hearts the higher state, the highest state of human awareness, of human consciousness, that of peace. Let that be the renewal. Let that be the place that we go to now on this full moon at this time on our planet. Let us be what we hold always in our heart, peace. Peace for all beings. Peace for all humans. Peace for all humans of all different races and creeds, nationalities and religions, ages, genders, everything for all humans, for all animals, for all plants, for all of Mother Nature. Let us hold every single being in that place of peace, in that place of respect, in that place of total understanding. And as we feel that, we understand that this is the way forward, that this is the way that we, as spiritual beings, go through this intense evolutionary process now. We bring laser beam focus into our lives. Clarity. Absolute wisdom. And perhaps now is a very good time to really turn inwards and to be as peaceful, as generous, as non-judgmental, as neutral, as loving as we possibly can right now. Pure essence of love. Pure essence of wisdom. Pure essence of peace. Holding that peace in our heart, gently opening our eyes. and feeling the absolute joy of being here, being here now as a human, 
as a being capable of thought, of action, and of peace. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you so much, Pam, and we'll be with you next week. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.